the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where we encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area and help men and women get control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality exist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here's your hosts, John, Ed, and Blaine. Hey, well, we want to welcome you once again, audience. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio. Hey, this is Blaine, and uh, I'm here with Ruthie tonight. Hello. (laughs) We love having you on the show, and and Pastor John's uh, could not make it this time, so... Um, tonight we'll spend some time together, and just so you know, um, our title tonight is God's Compassion. And you know, this this love letter that we have, Ruthie, in front of us, mm-hmm. um, our God is a very compassionate God. He is. And we, we love Him so much, and we, we, can, we hope and pray that uh, the Word will encourage you tonight. And again, we're thankful that you're there. And, um, you know, we do start off the show with uh, Cornerstone Radio as the praise reports that are going on in the park. You know, we get to see, we are seeing more and more lives being changed right now. Oh, I agree. Yeah. And uh, a lot of encouragement, but I, I, um, I was very touched. Um, I was too. This weekend, I, I, I was very thankful that my, my uh, adult daughter, um, her uh, husband and my grandkids are in town from Texas. She was able to come out. She loves it when she comes out to San Diego to spend time with us out at the park. What and, a blessing that you can have your family here to visit with you, but also to share in your ministry and to minister you know, side by side with your daughter. I think that's very special. I, I do feel very special, very blessed. And um, you know, with, uh, with Pastor John being her uncle, she loves hanging out with Uncle Johnny. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it seems like any time great encouragement for those that we invite to join us. Uh, Normally when you come out, uh, uh, Pastor John would kind of say, hey, how about you start us out in prayer? So um, it was great that he he threw that towards Rochelle. He he did kind of put her on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's just our communication with God. And she she has that relationship. And um, what a beautiful time. Um, You know, I'll ask you, Ruthie. Um, anything that really stood out for you uh, this past Saturday? Yeah, so we got to pray with a man named Sam on Saturday. And um, Sam, he's in a tr- transitional housing program. Um, but 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 he came to our um, to our table, and you, you know he got some some food and, and and clothing and hygiene items. And we asked him if he wanted prayer. He also took a Bible. I think he took a Bible and a New Testament. And because yeah. um, he said he didn't, he didn't have a, a whole Bible. But we asked him if he wanted prayer, and he, he was very open to prayer. And and he shared that he had lost his son, that his son was murdered, and that he felt a lot of guilt over it because he did not get him and his son into housing before his son was killed. Yeah, and he was just really burdened and hurting and grieving. 
you know, he was looking down and, and his shoulders were hunched over. And this was a really hurting man. And, and we prayed for him and he just cried. Yeah. And, you know, my heart was just really touched. My heart really went out to him. You know, when we saw Sam, um, I had mentioned even to, to, to my daughter that, you know, when we get when we have newer people show up, that we do want to make sure we pray for him. And uh, it was incredible that um, it was his we had we had never met him before. Right. And somehow, some way, and we give all glory to our, G, our Lord Jesus because Absolutely. he felt comfortable enough. Where else is he going to go and let and share his feelings like that? Yeah, I was um, a little surprised he did open up so much to strangers. Yeah. But we are uh, brothers and sisters in Christ. So um, he, he felt comfortable in opening up and um, uh, he, he just wept. Yeah. Sam was uh, very special. He's got the Word of God. And that's, again, a thank you, folks, for your contributions. You know, we are really our main thing out there is, yeah, we want to feed them, but we, wanna, we want them to come to know Jesus. Absolutely. As their Lord and Savior. And, um, you know, he's got that Bible. I was able to coach him, I think, on about three or four scriptures Uh to run to. I I do love to do that. And uh, but he was very open. And that was that blessed us, didn't it? It did. It was a blessing. Yeah. And then um, even at the other park, there was another man there that was extremely broken um, on losing his family and had some hard times in his life. Um, Bobby, and um, he really broke my heart that day. Mm. Um, maybe didn't break my heart, but just kind of split it in two on, you know, these are real lives. They're real lives, Going yeah. through some real problems. Mm-hmm. And just for all of our family and our friends and everybody we know and those that we minister to, um, we just all need Jesus. We don't want to walk this uh, this journey alone without his strength. Right, right, Yeah. When we were at the promenade, uh, John and I prayed for a woman, Ruby. She she um, asked for prayer. She's going to be having some medical tests done, and um, to find out if she has cancer. Okay. So we were able to lay hands on her and, and pray for her. I remember watching that, and Ruby yeah. was a joy, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, great attitude. Yeah. Really, really great attitude. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know what. Um, um, one of the things that we're all in training for is we want to be more like Jesus. Yes. And Jesus had compassion yes. for the multitudes. And I was invited to be in a hospital room last night with an old high school friend that um, and his family was around. And he was, uh, he was alert enough to know exactly what we were talking about and did some confirming of some things to, to, to let him know when he takes his last breath here, his next breath will be in heaven. And, and uh, he did pass last night. Um, but I know that when we go into situations, I pray, we pray mm-hmm. for compassion. Yeah, we we've got to have it. And to the, tonight's message, God's God's compassion and um, His words got so much. And you know what? He'll use us for whatever He calls us to do. And it sure is a joy. It overwhelms us. It, it, it's an overwhelming amount of joy, love. When we just get to love on folks and when we share his truth. Right. God's compassion for us moves us to have compassion on others. It does. It does. Was there anything else you wanted to share before we get into our study? No. Uh, that, well, there was, there was less people. I think the rain kept uh, people away, but um, still a lot of really great ministry happened. You are right. I think the rain did keep some away. Um, but, yeah, the, 
there was a lot of good things that happened. A lot of good things, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's start our study. I'm going to start us out um, in the book of Psalms, or I should say Psalm, <laughs> Psalm 72, 12 through 14. And it goes like this. And it's, it's, it's just listen to what God's word has to say. It says, for he will deli- deliver the needy when he cries, the poor also, and him who has no helper. He will spare the poor and needy and will save the souls of the needy. He will redeem their life from oppression and violence, and precious shall be their blood in his sight. So, you know, our Lord Jesus Christ has compassion on everybody. He does. It's it's not just on, um, you know, I mean, he loves his children, mm-hmm. and, and we're adopted into his family through Jesus Christ. Um, but, you know, God has compassion for all. He I know there's a, a place in the in the word that says that he's not a respecter of any person. Right. He died for everybody. Um, and and what makes that really interesting, Ruthie, and, and I feel like I'm gonna get emotional already here, is he 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 instructed us to love our enemies. He did, yeah. Because That's he tough. loves our enemies. He does. And so if we're gonna be like him, if our God, if God the Creator has compassion on everyone and even though we might have um, differences or we've been hurt, he still wants us to love them because Jesus loved them. Right. And, and you know what's a really funny story is the Sons of Thunder. Remember? They were offended. Yeah. They wanted Jesus just to call down fire. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, really? <laughs> you know? Um, so, you know, he thinks different than us. Praise God, and um, but he is a very compassionate God, and he has compassion for all the multitudes. But, you know, Ruthie, I can't wait to hear some of the scriptures you have going for us. So um, go ahead and share one or two with us. Right. His ways are higher than our ways. Yes. So the first one I wanted to share is from Mark 1, 40 um, through 42. And it says, A leper came to him begging him. And kneeling, he said to him, If you choose, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, or moved with compassion, some translations say, Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I do choose, be made clean. Immediately, the leprosy left him, and he was made clean. So if you notice in the um, the order of events there, Jesus touched him first before he healed him. And and leprosy was a very disfiguring disease. Yeah. So, you know, he may have been missing, I don't know, part of his lips, part of his nose, his ears. Yeah. He may have had, uh, you know, pieces of flesh hanging off of him. He may have had a foul stench due to rotting flesh. But Jesus yeah. had compassion on him, and he touched him, and then he healed him. And that's that's our God. He's a compassionate God. That is our God. And uh, um, I'm going to have you share another one, but I just wanted to add to that for a moment because, you know, there were a lot of hugs going on on Saturday. Yes. And I mean a lot of hugs. And there normally is, and I got to tell you folks, um, please come out and join us. You know, contact us. We'll get you some information here in a little bit. We give it out every week. Um, But you know what? Um, Loving those that not necessarily everyone loves, Mm -hmm. um, they're not – dressed maybe how we are or yeah they're not always as pretty yeah they're just they're just you know they're they're on the streets you yeah. know they're, they're in the clothes they slept in last night so or for the last week um but that was a very good scripture of, of our lord touching 
you know, the leper. And, right. um, and somehow, some way, by his strengths, um, of course, we want to do the same. Right. You know, when we were out in the park um, Saturday and we were praying for the people, one of the ladies that uh, asked for prayer and, and we prayed for, um, she happened to mention her age and um, her age is very close to my age. Uh-huh. And I was really I was really struck by that because she's obviously had a hard life. I mean, you could just see it in the lines on her face. And yeah. um, I mean, she just appeared much older than her, her years. And uh, I was kind of... Um, brokenhearted for that yeah you know and, and that's that compassion we're praying for you right. know we have compassion for those folks and uh it uh, it seems like by the week you know the praise reports that come through and and again seeing lives being changed and um just watching god move it sure does fill us up for the day or for the week oh it does i agree yeah i, I always come home with my heart full yeah and you're right, Ruthie. It was a joy to have my daughter with uh, with us, and because that's what we talked about mm-hmm. throughout the day. Were the people that that we that we were able to either share with or love on, or um, but it's amazing. Back to that for a moment is that many of them are very they're feeling extremely comfortable um, with sharing with us. They are. They're starting to open up more and just yeah. more receptive to God's word and. And, and, and hearing the truth and um, receiving prayer. So God is definitely moving and working. He is. He is. Well, I can't wait. Um, I'm going to let you uh, go ahead and share another scripture, and then I'll share one after that. Okay. I wanted to share uh, Lamentations three twenty two and 23. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. And I just love that scripture. Um, I remind myself of that every morning. <laughs> God's mercies are new every morning. The, the day before might have been hard. It might have been rough. It might have been disappointing. Um, but God's mercies are new every morning. That's a great promise. And yeah. um, we can't understand that. I, I, I don't get that. I, you know, I just don't. And um, as you said at the beginning of the show, God's ways are higher than our ways. Yeah, well, that's the supernatural nature <laughs> of our God. I just, oh man, his mercies are new every morning. So, um, you know, we just started a new year, Ruthie. Yeah. And so I somehow, some way get to spend time in front of a lot of people. And um, I have shared with many of them, um, those that are very close to me, family wise or far away, that we do need to put last year behind us. Oh, right. Yeah. And, and so much, um, you know, God's mercies are new every morning. Mm-hmm. And if we could rest in that, Ruthie, the peace that we would have if we were able to just put not only last year behind us, but all the years that have been bogging us down with anger yes. and bitterness and strife. And um, right. we need more of The, the, the hurt and Jesus. pain of the past. You know, I, I agree. And I'm reminded of the story of Lot's wife. And remember... Um, she looked back. Yeah, God she told did. them not to look back, and and she looked back, and and she turned into a pillar of salt. And I I think God's message there is He wants us looking forward. He wants us moving forward, and and not looking back. Not that we can't hold on to treasured, uh, precious memories, but we shouldn't be living in the past. So you're right. It's a brand new year, full of new opportunities, 
and um, exciting new things that God is going to be doing. Heck yeah, and I'm right there with you. You know, we want to learn from the past. Right. We have to learn from the past. We want to learn from the past, but we don't want to live in the past. But we don't want to live in the past because then it, it'll rob us of our joy yeah. of tomorrow. And right. One of my statements um, that I say when, when I'm dead and gone is on my headstone, I just always want to put, I don't want somebody else to take away my joy because I'm not guaranteed tomorrow. Mm. And, you know, let's let's... We got to put it behind us, as Paul even said, to put that past behind us. And as you've experienced, Ruthie, and all of us, boy, oh, boy, have we experienced it through these holidays. Uh, Many folks that were part of our lives, they were our lives, and they're not with us. And so we want to remember them, honor them. I agree. Yeah, we do. We we want to honor our our loved ones who've who've gone on before us. Yeah. Um, But we don't want to be stuck in our grief and pain. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think that can be some encouragement. We'll talk to Pastor John about maybe moving forward might be our tell next week. <laughs> um, but for, for right now, I do want to move us over to Isaiah um, chapter 30, verse 18. Listen to this, folks. And of course, we all love the book of Isaiah. Um, it says, therefore, the Lord will wait that he may be gracious to you, and therefore he will be exalted that he may have mercy on you, for the Lord is a a God of justice, and blessed are those who wait for him. So, you know, the, the, we're, we're reading Old Testament, New Testament. We can read through this whole love letter about our God and mm-hmm. his compassion for us. And uh, he's very patient with us also. Oh, he is. Yeah. I know he was patient with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can, we, can, we can all attest to that. Um, and I don't know you that well, but I, in, in all of our lives, he was very patient with yes. us. And um, he has a great plan for us. Okay, well, let's. I'm going to go ahead and see what you've got for us next also, Ruthie. But these words, again, we pray that they're speaking to you as they do us. We get to read through these scriptures and, and uh, apply them to our own lives. Yeah, I, I, I learn a lot each week. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to share from Matthew 9.36, which says, When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. And that's who Jesus is. He, he is compassionate and he is our shepherd. And it was his compassion that led him to the cross. It sure was. Yeah. 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 And, you know, he had that compassion. Like I say, I've, I've, um, I seem to have been, um, we're all called to something different in life. Um, I seem to always, always, many times, a lot, <laughs> praise God, um, be in hospital rooms. And again, just to pray for that compassion. Um, it is amazing when we ask for that. Um, he puts us right there feeling the heart. So you say, now let's think about the Beatitudes. We're mm-hmm. mourn with those who mourn. Yeah. Um, the Beatitudes gives us a lot of instructions. And with God that. shows mercy to to. God has mercy on those who show mercy. Yeah. 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 Well, I, you know, I knew I had um, love your enemies on my mind, and that's because it was one of my scriptures. I kind of got ahead of myself a little bit. But um, I'm going to go ahead and share uh, from Luke, the book of Luke. We're moving on into the New Testament now, or at least in my notes. Um, Luke chapter 6, verse 35 and 36, and it says, But love your enemies, do good, and lend hoping for nothing in return, and your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High, for he is kind to the unthankful and the evil. 
Therefore, be merciful, just as your Father also is merciful. So, you know, these are, these are letters in red, Ruthie. You know, we, we, we're, we're calling ourselves Christians. We believe Jesus is the Christ. He is our Lord. He is our Savior. And he's giving us these instructions. And sometimes it's hard to do what he's done. Um, but you know what? He said he wouldn't leave us alone. No. He would not leave us. And he sent his Holy Spirit. And that same Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, that Holy Spirit, when we invite Jesus Christ into our life, that Holy Spirit comes and dwells within us. And it's by that power that we can give mercy, that we can be merciful, that we can show compassion, and we can really out, get outside of ourselves, you know, our own difficulties, our own fears, our just everything, just the power, just knowing that um, – good friend of mine uh, that I was able to pastor with years ago. Um, he is, he's, he's, he's been gone for a while, but um, went on to be with Jesus. But when he became a believer, he had this statement everywhere we get wet. Um, he would say, I'm walking with Jesus. I'm walking with Jesus. And he would just skip around. This man was one of the most joyful. Oh man, was he a sinner? Um, that buddy of mine, but uh, he was walking with Jesus, and with that power, it gave him a lot of joy, and God was able to transform his life that was leading to nowhere to make a big difference in many of their lives. But, um, wow, I'm, that's amazing. Yeah, praise God. So yeah, I'm gonna, praise the Lord. We're walking with Jesus. So um, I, we've got a lot of scriptures, Ruthie. Can you get a couple more out there for us? Yeah, so I have a verse uh, from Leviticus that goes along with just what you were you were saying, uh, how God um, wants us to show mercy and to love our enemies. And the, the Bible teaches us that that we, we we're called to compassion. God God shows compassion to us, but he also calls us to compassion. So Leviticus 19.18 says, You shall not take vengeance or bear a grudge against the sons of your own people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. That kind of sums it all up, doesn't it? Yeah, so we're (laughs) commanded to to be compassionate, to, to love our enemies, like you said. But I need that scripture. I know somebody else it's out there reminder. needs that scripture. Because yeah. that's, again, all these scriptures, they're God's word, and they're just so, they just encourage us. But, yeah. And, yeah, if you want to read, get another one out there, I that do. would be awesome. Um, you know, we're talking about God's compassion, and I, I feel like um, we should mention the, the story of the prodigal son. And, and um, Luke fifteen twenty says, And he arose and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And that's our God. When we're still a long way off from him, he has compassion on us. And so I feel like this is a good opportunity to mention maybe you've been away from God for a while. Um, This is the perfect time to turn back to him because God is compassionate and he receives you with open arms and a kiss. That's who our God is. You know, that's a perfect, that is really beautiful, Ruthie. And uh, the prodigal son is a perfect example of our father in heaven. Um, he's just waiting for us to come back. He is. And I've got a couple of prodigals that, uh, that um, some sons of mine that just mm-hmm. really aren't walking. Um, you know, sometimes we do want to chase after the, the cares of the world. Right, right. I, I have prodigals in my family, too. And, yeah. you know, sin can be fun. But the story of the prodigal son, um, the, the, the son kind of comes to his senses and, and looks around at the pig pen. And I think that's telling us, you know, the results of sin are not pretty. 
yeah. know, you, you're, you are accountable for, for, for your sins. Yeah. And so it's a good time to turn back to God. Well, I agree. And, I, you know, I can't wait to see and just hear if you've got one more scripture for us, Ruthie. But the prodigal son, um, may that be your homework assignment uh, tonight, folks. Okay. All right. Let me, let me share Micah 6, 8. And that says, He has told you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God? So... I think that's a, a good reminder of what God expects of us. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. And um, even when Jesus was challenged by the Pharisees, he said, what are the two greatest commandments? Right. You know, we're called to love God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love our neighbors as ourselves. Mm-hmm. And if God has compassion on you and I, which you and I have our testimonies. We know what we've been through. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know what some other sinners have been through. I remember praise and arrest reports. Um, a lot of my friends, we were praying they'd just get put in jail <laughs> so that they could get out of the circumstances they were in. And, and praise God, the man I was talking about earlier uh, was in jail. A, a Bible study prayed for him for about five years. And like I say, he became a pastor. Um, but God totally turned him around. And if God's going to have compassion on those, on all, then it's really just a matter of looking up. So um, family, friends, audience, thank you for listening for, with us tonight. The God of heaven um, loves you. He loved you so much. He sent his son. His son loves you so much and doesn't want you to be alone. He sent the helper, the Holy Spirit. I'd love to do a, um, a study on uh, John chapter 16 That'd be great. about the helper also. Right. But we want to thank you guys. Is there anything you want to close with tonight, Ruthie? Sure. I'll close with John eight ten and 11. Jesus stood up and said to her, woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She said, no one, Lord. And Jesus said, neither do I condemn you. Go from now and sin no more. Amen. Well, we love you, audience. We love what Jesus is doing, and we give them all praise. And uh, we thank you for, uh, over for Sombreros, providing food, goodwill for clothing. Steve at Elko and Wesleyan, and just Tim over at um, Skyline. Thank you guys for uh, all the support. So we have a great night, and may God bless you. Thank you for listening to Cornerstone Radio. Join us again next week at the same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and general contributions are always welcome and will make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.